Hello, hello, hello. We're here to talk about episode five of RuPaul's Drag Race All Star Six on LTD. Let's talk drag. So let's. Oh, I'm Jessica. <laughs> I'm Jay. I'm Chris. So let's dive into the episode, okay? Okay. <laughs> dive in. So. After elimination, Akiria talks about having a bittersweet moment. She's glad she didn't go home. And um, I don't know if it was her. Somebody commented about Yana's exit and how she was lackluster, not fighting for her spot. So basically, they kind of insinuated that she deserved to go home. Any thoughts, comments? Thousand percent agree. Yeah, I agree as well. Yep, I agree. <laughs> So now it's time to count the lipsticks, and pretty much it was a unanimous vote for I think you mean anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anonymous. Is it going to be anonymous? An anonymous vote. You mean well, unanimous. It was, it, was, it was both. It was anonymous and unanimous. <laughs> All right. All right. So it was both unanimous and anonymous for Yara, because, of course, security got one vote, which we assume was from Yara. Um, so I can hopefully that made Akira feel better because most of the group was on the same page. It did. Except, <laughs> right. Except for Jan. Thank um, God she lost that lip sync. Yeah. So Jan talks about how she went off of track record integrity. And then she just feels stupid, um, for not voting with the group. She makes this huge deal out of it. Um, all because she voted against the group. I think at that point she was just trying to cover her ass, to be honest. I mean, yeah. uh, I can't really see how she thought that the group would vote Akira. Um, and then with the, you know, the justifications of keeping you around, like the conversation that her and Yara had and the one that her and Akira had is like, did you think you were voting with the group or were you just trying to be slick and get Akira out of here? Yeah, I knew at the end of the last week's episode that Jan had made the wrong decision. <laughs> it was it was complete. It was obvious. I was like, she chose Akira, and everybody else chose Yara, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be some tension there because she's gonna look like a fool, and she did. It's a good thing she was not that great. That lip sync. It was <laughs> no need to rehash it. But we uh. If she had one, it would have been unfortunate to see Akira go home. And that would have made it even worse. Uh, because now the rest of the group was like, Akira should be here. And then, you know, she would have, she would have sent her home. Um, but yeah, she was backpedaling hard trying to get out of that and trying to justify and signify. I just don't think Chan's good at reading people. That, that's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. So the next day, the queens are kind of gathering around the table waiting for RuPaul and they bring up fashion. I don't know if there's anything to comment about that. I wrote that down. <laughs> I was like, do you have a comment? Yeah. They did uh, call Trinity uh, the, the fashion trade or fashion icon for the season. And he was rocking the gold, blonde, Cisco hair. And the denim headband or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah! <laughs> Just like that, Cisco. Thank you. 
Yeah, it was an interesting look to say that Trinity was the the fashion icon of of the season that specific day. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm gonna say about it. That's how fashion works, though, right? I mean, it's so it's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, that's weird, guys. Right now. <laughs> to me, it is. You know. Okay, that's fair. Um, and so RuPaul comes in. And introduces the Maxi Challenge, where the queens will produce and host a chat show entitled Pink Table Talk. Um, and they'll work in teams of three, and then there's three topics that they'll have to choose. Body, motherhood, or sex. So this week, the queens get to pick their teams, <laughs> which is always awkward. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked. At some of these teams. That's what I was going to ask. Were y'all surprised at the pairings? Because I was like, man, I did not, I, yeah, not I saw, see it going the way it went. I was like, okay, Trinity, Akira, <laughs> Eureka. <laughs> right? I was like, what happened to Roger? What were you doing? Nah, right? yeah. Roger wasn't close enough. And then I did the same thing. I was like, uh, Kylie, Scarlett, Roger? <laughs> I was like, huh? What happened? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the last group was Ginger, Jan, and Pandora. I was like, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, they, they matched. So you I feel like every group had one person that might have belonged in another group. Right. right? That they could have, like, yeah. picked them up. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was weird when I was like, I did not <laughs> yeah. see this coming. Oh, seriously. My, my, I was like, Eureka? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Eureka, Trinity, and a curious group get the sex topic, and that was pretty cut and dry, easy. Um, and then Ginger, Jan, and Pandora, well, Ginger wanted motherhood. Mm-hmm. So Ginger shared she's trying to be a mom, I guess her and her partner, I don't know if she's married or not. She um, is. she's married. Um, they're trying to, um, get a surrogate, I guess, mm-hmm. and have a child, so this is very passionate for her. But Kylie, Roger, and Scarlett's group wanted it. Um, I think because Scarlett, Scarlett has the two moms. two moms, right? So it's basically Ginger versus Scarlett. They do rock, paper, scissors, and so Ginger's group ends up with the body topic, and Kylie, Roger, and Scarlett's group ends up with motherhood. Um, yeah. I had a couple issues. Okay, I was like I'd like to visit the uh, debate of who should have gotten motherhood because to me. Well, you you started talking. I'll let you go ahead and say what you want to say. Oh well, I had issues with the rock paper scissors thing. Uh, first off, you always go two out of three. Two out of three, always, <laughs> always hands down. And you always got to throw scissors. You have to throw scissors. <laughs> I don't know about that. But. Yeah. If Ginger had thrown scissors, they would she would have been doing right. Um. Either way, we know how how it ends up playing out. If you've seen the episode, but. I think it's very strange that the only reason Scarlett wanted motherhood was because she, she has two moms. two moms. And that's literally all that was said about it. There was right. like... And she loves her two moms. And, and I'm like... So I thought she could have gone into more detail about the background of her two moms. They were both married with children and then found each other later in life. Made me look at Jessica a little sideways, but... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And so also, uh, uh, Scarlett kept mentioning that they raised him. uh, But But they've only been together a decade. But they don't think they've been together that long. How old is Scarlett? Older than 10. (laughs) I think in the 20s, but still. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like Ginger might have had a more in-depth 
conversation. Oh, yeah, that would have been a good conversation. Yeah, but I think Ginger's just good at talking about anything, which is obvious because she won the challenge this week. So, yeah. spoiler alert! <laughs> I assume if you listen to the podcast, and probably by the time this gets posted, you'll probably you will have seen it anyway. So, all right, so the body group, um, they're up first with trying to kind of get their group situated. Ginger volunteers to be the moderator, which was a smart move for her. Um, I guess they're starting to figure out what topics they'll talk about. Of course, Ginger, not Ginger, Pandora, surprisingly says she has body issues. No, she said, guess who has body issues? (laughs) Guess who doesn't like talking about them? Yes. Yeah. Um, And so she talks about how she's always been really skinny. I guess as she's getting older, that is changing somewhat. So Father Time. <laughs> right. Undefeated. Uh-huh. And then we see the motherhood group next trying to get situated. Scarlett talks about her two moms. Raja talks about how she doesn't have the best relationship with her mother and how it'll be hard for her to open up because that's just not in her personality. Kylie Cricket. <laughs> yeah, she says she's gonna be the moderator. Bad choice um, for her. Yeah, to which we'll get to later because Scarlett was kind of like, okay, that means that you're going to have to, you know, do, you know, open up or something or have more energy. And she was like, well, are you, you think I can't do it? Like, there was a little rift in the group for a second um, because, yeah, Kylie is not known for her energy. Understatement of the year. <laughs> then this uh, sex group, Akira brings up talking about borderline gender roles. Trinity, of course, brings up being HIV positive, which she did share with us back in her original season. And I thought it was interesting that Eureka brought up trying to talk about the idea of navigating, basically navigating sex while fat. And that was her word, fat, is the only reason why I used that word. Um, so they had, seemed to have some great topics and ideas for their group. Didn't really take them long to come up with some ideas. And yeah, anything Talk about before we get into the actual conversation. Yeah. I want to go back to Pandora for a second. Uh, I, I feel like it's always, I guess, a little shocking to hear thin people say, I have body issues, because uh, I was definitely not expecting it. I was like, what's your problem? You, you, you're skinny, and you made this long being skinny? <laughs> so why is there an issue there? So that's always... Uh, a little bit of a shock, and I guess uh, shame on me for assuming uh, that somebody has uh, is comfortable in their skin, uh, regardless of their size. So well, I'll just be honest: as someone who struggles with weight and has struggled for a long time, I always roll my eyes when skinny people talk about body image issues. That's just being—that's just honesty. <laughs> so I was just kind of like, oh, okay, moving on. <laughs> So rude. I mean, wow. are we going to be real here or not? You I didn't mean, have to tell us that part. I'm just <laughs> I thought there was going to be like a turnaround point to it. Like, wow. She good. said it. I rolled no. my eyes. Okay, and I knew it, all y'all skinny people out there with issues. I rolled my eyes when y'all say y'all got. Them. But okay. what I will say is to add to that. If I was in her group, I'd probably say that to her and also add, so I felt like instead of bringing up the ageism thing, which was very surface and 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 predictable. I really wish maybe she would have talked more about that to give those of us that think like me an idea of like, why the hell you got body image issues? See, here's the thing. She did say it. 
But I'm trying oh, not to go into it before we get okay. to that. But she yeah. did address she, why said, her she, what her issue is. Know, so, um, but which was yeah. also it's still interesting though that that would be the issue. But okay, so we'll, we'll get there when we get to her group. But we'll she wait. did address it. Okay, so now it's time to record, and the sex group is up first, and that is Trinity K. Miss Akira. D A B E N P O R serving the tea. Serving that was the tea. Said? Something along those lines. I don't know. That's why I stopped. I thought someone had me. And Eureka? Eureka question mark? So, yeah, so I talked about this last week that Akira opens up and says she used to live her life as a transgender woman. Kiki. My mind Kiki. was blown. And we got to see a picture of Kiki. And surprisingly, Kiki, I, it wasn't what I expected, I guess. I guess I... What were you expecting? I expected more of, like, a curia. A curia? Right. She and looked so like she looked like Kiki. Like she looked like the yeah. Like, I was shook. But I don't think I was that shocked because just looking at a curia, mm-hmm. it's like you put in the work. Usually, if you go to that extent, there is some other stuff going on. Right. So, I wasn't as shocked. Um... But it was still very interesting that she decided to then transition transition back. back. Is that yeah? So I, that's this her whole yeah. story has blown. My and then mind. you know the fact that she said people kind of struggle with not being attracted to it because her bottom half is so feminine. And I was like, man, that's gotta kind of suck. Yeah, that is <laughs> crazy, right? Navigating sex when people that are attracted to you because you're a male, but then you have these feminine qualities that are probably a big turnoff. To a gay man, and she right? said she was a more attracted to the feminine. more feminine guys, yeah. which they are typically more attracted to the more masculine presenting. Um, oh, yeah. So it was her. She had a lot to say. It was very interesting. Their whole conversation to me was one of yeah. the most interesting ones. Definitely, yeah. definitely. So then Trinity's talking about, of course, she shared her previous uh, season that she's HIV positive, and um, but she says she's undetectable, which means untransmittable. Um, and of course she talks about, which I agree with it. I wish more people would be educated about HIV or be more open about it so that people would get tested and treated and all that. Eureka talks about how she gets a lot of sex. Um, even, you know, I guess people would assume or think that because she's a big girl that she wouldn't, but she does joke about chubby chasers and how, you know, they don't have to chase me. <laughs> I'm chubby. I'm not running out. <laughs> And then the whole idea of worshiping versus fetishizing, yeah, people, <laughs> um, which I thought was a great, a great topic. I mean, that it, that was some good, some good stuff in that group. Now let me ask you this: Are we going to skip over the fact that the question on the table was, "Do you do drag in the bedroom?" Oh, yeah, do you and that's how we got here. Drag? Yeah, I don't think that I was surprised that majority of the answer was no. Mm-hmm. It's probably because too uncomfortable. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. It's either uncomfortable or if your your partner is usually attracted to yeah. a man, yeah. so it's weird. like, why would you do drag in the bedroom? But right, yeah, it'd be, it'd be really odd. <laughs> but, and then Trinity talking about Josh is the manager and Trinity is the talent. Trinity's off limits. Don't touch the talent. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. They they were a good group and they had, I think, probably the easiest topic to discuss or at least discuss and make it entertaining. Yeah. Uh, that's true. And then they really leaned into it. Mm-hmm. Uh they 
did not leave anything on the table. No. Uh, which it was, you can't say the same about some of the other groups. Right. So moving on to the motherhood group, uh, Scarlett, Raja, and Kylie. Mm-hmm. So Scarlett, of course, opens up talking about her two moms. Question: Does she really open up talking about her two moms, or does she well, just say, "I have two moms. They're married. They got married later in life." Well, she said a lot. So only one of those is her biological mom. Both of them are named Sherry. Which Sherry is so squared. Weird, which was like weird. Um, how they've been together ten years. I also side eyed the fact they were both married and had kids and careers, and they, I guess, came out later in life, found each other, and they are getting married. In Kentucky. Um, in Kentucky. In Lucky in Kentucky. So she said a lot about her two moms. Yeah. <laughs> she just, to me, she didn't say anything about how it affected her. Yeah, now I would um, say that. Right. But it she did mention personal. a lot about their story um, <laughs> yeah. as, as, a, as a narrator, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. It wasn't very personal. But she kind of lost me with her in between, like, little play to cameras and stuff, and it was like, yeah. I don't really care. Move on. Yeah. yeah. Is anyone else going to say anything? Yeah. It was, uh, I, I think RuPaul used a good word when she gave critiques that it made her uncomfortable. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt. It was, I don't know. It was just. Yeah. It was <laughs> when uh, Scarlett referred to herself as a boy, she's like, oops. It's like, yeah, it, it, it was really weird. It was weird. weird. What you know, boy? Oh, the like, we we know <laughs> that that there's a man under there. Yeah. <laughs> no, there isn't. What are you saying? <laughs> yeah. I was a mama's boy. Oh, oh. A mama's boy. The whole thing was just kind of like for me. It seemed real forced. Yeah, it was just weird. It was, was kind of like awkward. as a coming off of having group one, mm-hmm. the sex group being so just like mm-hmm. open and just going there. And then to come to this group and, you know, she's kind of trying to play it up. And it's like, mm-hmm. but you're not really giving us anything about you. Right. And she fought for this. She did. And that it upset me. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and that's what she brought to the table. Right. So then we get to talk about Raja, how she says, you know, unfortunately, this is a classic story for a lot of black, southern, religious gay children where it's like oh, I was close to my mom but of course as I got older and I tell her I'm gay now we're not close they have had a rocky relationship um, and so she shared both during the talk and, and, and in the workroom just some heartbreaking things about I guess how her, her mom her mom, his mom <laughs> We know what you mean. Well, so, like one minute she's Roger's a stranger, one minute they're they're best friend. You know that that how confusing that would be for both. You to be fair, the most for important both. part that mom is a pastor. Yeah, mom is a yes. pastor. Don't yeah, this yeah, thing, which, which can't be uh, yes under undersold. But also, it's, if you and mama used to dress like twins, what did mama think is going to happen? Like, he didn't know dress like you. Like, he's in that picture with that like, blouse on, and he didn't we, know. We used to dress like twins and everything. <laughs> what? what? Wait, wait a minute. What? Back on that. What but then to say that, you know, you? he can remember at an early age her, like, <laughs> yeah. blessing, blessing him, him, I guess. And so, yeah, like, well, so clearly it was 
obvious back in the young age and she had wanted no nah. parts of it. But <laughs> also let's address uh Miss Kylie Sonique. Give me a hand. Hold yeah. my hand. I was like, if you don't get out of here. What, you know what, though? I thought it was a, I thought it was a good moment. Now, it was. Kylie what she said was good. A little, she's very stiff. Very stilted. Uh, so it, it came off a little rough. But <laughs> the message, but the message was good. It was, was there. there. It was there. The was like, so I already asked Jessica this about Raja. Let me see if you agree with me, though. I thought she looked like Yvonne Orgy, Molly from Insecure. I'm aware of who. <laughs> she knows Yvonne Orgy. Uh, no, uh, I, Raja was giving me very, um, Roger from What's Happening vibes is who I pick up. Um, <laughs> if y'all aren't familiar, go ahead and hit Google. And I know. I can see that as a man. <laughs> yes. I can, I can get Raj from What's Happening. I'm saying Raja, Raj, yeah. <laughs> Nobody go. What's happening? <laughs> I cannot. I'm just saying the fact. Um, uh, I didn't really see Molly, but oh, excuse me, Yvonne. <laughs> Molly, my bad. So next, Yvonne, who's yeah. person? Yes, she is. Your person. Yeah. Um, I was so disappointed with Kylie because she chooses to talk about being a dog mom. Um, and so for what, for me, I, I was like, she's a trans woman from the South. Like, girl, share your story. What is that like? Are you close to your parents, your mom, you know? Right. But she, again, she chose to be very surface, to me, surface level, which I think the judges said something similar where they didn't learn anything about her. And that's, I mean, I didn't know she had a dog, but of course, yeah. who cares? Yeah, Who cares? So. <laughs> a lot of people got dogs. Yeah, so I was after that. I, I didn't know. I was like, she probably gonna be in the bottom. <laughs> and uh, you was right. Yeah, the the only I feel like in depth thing we got out of their conversation was Raja um, mm-hmm. going deep with the mother relationship. Yeah, it, and it just feels like it was the perfect opportunity for Kylie to tell her story of, mm-hmm. of why she got that information in the first place. Yeah, uh, she why did she not, shared that. She should have gone deeper there. It's nice that you have a dog. I have nothing against dogs, but it's not. It's nothing that's very personal. I mean, I we hear the, very the basic of the most basic bitches say that they are dog moms. It's nothing special. Not the bu- 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 basic. <laughs> <laughs> but I, also, to be fair, she did mention how she had trauma, so maybe she just didn't want to share. You're not ready to talk about it yet. Or not ready to share. Um, so, to be fair. <clears throat> but, I mean, like, anyway. Um, so, next is the body group. That's Jan, Ginger, and Pandora. My first thought when I wrote in my notes was Jan's outfit, question mark. Is that like a talk show host outfit? The bodysuit? Yeah. With the legs <laughs> off. Like it's a leotard. Yeah, you could have like, put a, a pencil skirt over that. Your pants are. They're, they're pants, pants on the runway. Uh, yeah, Raja like, loves a pant on the runway. She does. It's becoming a thing. I was just very shocked. Yeah, that did stand out to me. And I was like, everyone else is kind of, you know, business casual dress. Like a talk show so host. Cool. Yeah, and like then there's show. you. Who's just... <laughs> like you about to be Lady Gaga again. <laughs> again. Right. Like, um, so weird. So, so girl. She said it was this is it one day last week. So, <laughs> yeah. Let's try it again in a different color. 
Yeah. So Ginger um, is the moderator for the group, and she opens up the conversation saying how, obviously she's overweight now, but she used to be very tiny as a child until she got a bowel obstruction, um, and she couldn't poop for six months. She had to get this extensive, crazy-sounding surgery, um, which, bless her parents' heart, because that would have just made me anxious to the, to the moon. Where they have to take her bowels apart and fuse them back together, and after that she started gaining weight, a lot of weight at one time. Really fast. <laughs> it's like eight to ten pounds a week. Um, and so now she's overweight, and then she jokes, of course, about how people remind her of that in her DMs every day. Um, which again, it's just hard being a fat person in America. So again, going back to Pandora, it's kind of like, girl, yeah, <laughs> read the room. If you are um, a fat person in America. I recommend, I'm going to recommend a podcast here, uh, and it's called Maintenance Phase, and it, it's just a great listen, um, because there are a lot of, to me, a lot of misconceptions about people who are overweight, and I think that podcast puts it in better words than I could ever, so I, I empathize with, with Ginger Minch. It's hard to lose weight, it's hard to keep weight off, and we have come to a place where there's only one acceptable standard of beauty, mm-hmm. which is not the standard of beauty and healthy are not necessarily connected. And so it's unfortunate that people see a heavyset person and they feel a certain way or make snap judgments about that person. Rude comments Rude in the comments. DMs. Like uh, she said, I, I don't need like it to gives, remind me. <laughs> right. Like it makes, like it gives you the right to say something negative. So I, it's just, it's hard being big in America. It is. Wait, it's a tough topic. Um, Jan talks about how she gained weight after <laughs> season 12 and how people reminded her of that. And, but I do, I, I, I know she did. I mean, quarantine, I think a lot of us gained weight during that time. And it was obvious. And of course, again, people are so rude. And nasty to be calling it out to you. Like, ooh, you gained weight. Ooh, you got it. What'd she say? You got a double chin. And so it's like, you know, uh, let's see what else. Pandora, again, she brings up ageism in the drag community. Um, I'm sure, you know, just like reality. You get older, you know. It's older. It gets yeah. harder. Yeah. And you that it goes for <laughs> Uh, that was a good and one. And so she yeah. talks about Botox and that she gets Botox and she will continue to get Botox. My issue with Pandora is that she just spoke in jokes. So you don't know how she actually felt. It was just mm. kind of like punchline after punchline, mm. uh, which is funny, but you don't necessarily learn uh, anything about Pandora in particular. So I felt like she probably had a chance to take it a little deeper, but like Kylie, she may have be she may be someone that's not necessarily ready to talk about her body issues. <laughs> not ready to talk about what it's like being skinny in America. I think that uh, <laughs> Pandora's getting a bad rap here. Um, I think that she, you know, already said that she wasn't, you know, comfortable talking about her body image issues, which probably does go to. The fact that, you know, she is a fairly slender, he is a fairly slender man and woman in drag. Um, but I think the biggest issue is that in the gay community, there are classifications for, you know, what type right. of gay you are. So it's like, if you're 
identity is wrapped up in being what's a twink, which think Jan, but like thinner, mm-hmm. young looking like that. And then to have that be your identity, but then as you age up, <laughs> you can't stay being can't a stay twink. Twinks. And it's like, yeah. well, what do I do with my body now? And she says she was, you know, known for her abs. And it's like, now they're like, where are they now? And it's like, I mean, yeah, I understand how that would be hard to figure out how to navigate if you've had this whole identity that's based on looks and, you know, that kind of stuff. And then as you get older, probably no matter what you do, it's almost <laughs> impossible to maintain because let's be honest, Pandora, you know, is looking a little aged. You can yeah. tell that she's one of the older queens. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the oldest on this season. Right. So, and it, it, when you line them up, it's very obvious to see that uh, she is older. So I can imagine that as just a person in general that would take its toll on you. And then, you know, the gay men tend to be a little more vain and image conscious than the average male. So for to lose that, it's like, well, what do I have left? Who am I now if I'm not oh, a twink? I? I thought there was a... An animal category for everybody type in the in the gate. Well, there right? is, but if you're the you so wrapped like up it. in being, well, not that you don't like it, but if you're, you know, you wrapped up in being the twink, and it's like twink. I've always been a twink. I don't want to be an otter or not an otter. <laughs> What's an otter? Do you know what an otter? I have no is? idea. You you brought that out here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is uh, but so it's just like you know, if you're an athlete and you. You know, something happens where you can't, you can no longer be an athlete. It's to me would be kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I used to be fast. <laughs> Which would, it would kind of be, be the same thing though. And she yeah. said, I used to be fast. Mm-hmm. I used to, to be ass. I could throw the times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I understand where Pandora is coming from. It's not always about. So much the weight as it is, just how you see yourself and where you fit in, in the body that you have. Mm. Indeed. Going back to Jan, she's just too much. And all the things she said probably would have hit a little better if it wasn't, if she wasn't like literally bouncing in the (laughs) chair as she's saying it. She just needs to learn that there are levels. You can say the same thing in very different ways. You're like, People said I had a double chin. People said I had a double chin! <laughs> she can be upset about that, you know. She can be upset about it, but... She's always on 10. Yeah. And it's like, if we're being honest, nobody is that happy all the time. No. And it's just like, I understand that you think that that's your... I'm a cheerleader. That's that's who I really am. But you're not a cheerleader 24, 13. Right. <laughs> yeah, the problem with Jen is that like we see you in the confessionals we know that you're not always yelling everything that you have to say so just channel that into Jan you can do it it'll probably take her some time well she has to want to and she has to own that it's an issue right Right now she's not owning it at all when people try to tell her she's like uh-uh, no, no, she's no, like, no. but this is who I am. Right. And it's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. But like, she'll get. Wanna... I think she'll get there. But in this competition, will she get no. there? Because she running out. No, she won't get like, there this year. I take her a few years. It's like you're not hearing what people are telling you, and then it's like, well, they just don't like me. It's like la 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 la. la. <laughs> it's like Jan, you're in the bottom. No, I'm not. 
she is living the jantasy. The jantasy. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the problem. it's like it's not that people don't like you. It's this they're trying to help you, but you're not listening. You're not hearing what they're saying. Right. So next is elimination day, um, and the first thing that comes up is Raja. She reminded me of myself, <laughs> right? So Raja's gotten on the talk show and she's shared about her mom, and then she's. Tossing and turning that night, like, dang, did I say too much? What is my mom going to think? Did I say something that I shouldn't have? Is she going to be mad at me? Classic move. Classic Jessica move. Basically what she says is at the end of the day, she wants to be close to her mom, so she doesn't want to do anything to make it worse. So, of course, Trinity and Kyria are trying to comfort her. So, is her? do you think her mom is watching the show? If their relationship is as fractured as Raja makes it sound, it doesn't seem like this is the kind of thing that she would support. It sounds fractured, but it sounds very come and go also. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, and everybody, whether you, you know we want to believe it or not, everybody wants to be able to say, I know them on TV. Right, right. she's on TV. So I would almost bet money that mama is watching. But... Does she want to say that as a pastor in the southern United there States? There is somebody that she wants to tell that's my son on TV. Guaranteed. Because everybody, like I said, everybody wants to be the, the somebody that knows somebody. Um, and j- to me, the way that Roger described it, it doesn't seem like it's a completely cut off kind right. of thing. So to me, I think that she's definitely watching. She probably at least watch. Yeah. yeah. Whether or not she you know, really does tell anybody else, but I think that she at least watches. And I think mm-hmm. that uh Raja did a good job of making sure that he explained that, you know, don't get it twisted. I love my mama. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. if you're mad about that and anything that Raja said, uh like Akira said, it comes back to the classic <laughs> black parent. Uh, you know, if you have any kind of feelings of this happened growing up. Agree with what this happened. is why I'm upset. <laughs> yeah. Why are you disrespecting me? And it's like it's not disrespect. I'm just telling you how I got here. This right. was your part in it. I'm not disrespecting you. I'm just letting you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there is an issue, I think that it would be something along those lines. And you know, also the what happens in this house stays in this house kind of thing. And then you mm-hmm. on national TV telling all business. The church people gonna see this. Well, what they doing watching it? <laughs> That's the only reason I wonder if if she's watching and lets people know that she's watching because she is a pastor, and you know how Southern Baptist churches are. This is not something that they would openly support, and as pastors are can be very protective of their image, and I think it could go either way. Uh, the question I have is if it's played anything on Roger's faith with, with his mom being a pastor and them having this issue, her kind of having the issue with the way that Roger is, if that, if that's giving him any trouble. Mm, I would imagine so. I, I imagine that it would be hard to sit and listen to someone spew almost hate speech. <laughs> Um, you know, but then be like, oh, but love everybody, but not those people over there because, mm, (laughs) you know, so, uh, I imagine that there would be some kind of religious, not confusion, but religious, like, turmoil, turmoil, there we go, um, that comes (laughs) along with it because it's like, you can love all these other people, but you can't Why you don't love me, though? Mama? God? (laughs) Do you? Is that? (laughs) 
know, he's never made a mistake except when the, the gay <laughs> said gay. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's whatever. No, that's the only one he ever made, okay? He ain't made no other ones after that. Right. Uh, so it is a very interesting um, thing to think about. And to me, it would almost have to affect Roger in some way, certainly on a religious level, just because in the South, black people do tend to be more religious. In Very the serious about their church going. Very serious about church going. Very serious about Jesus and the Lord. And so it would be hard not to be affected by something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so all I'll add to that is, you know, as a, a Christian, I, I don't know why that lately this whole topic has really been heavy on my spirit. Not just spirit. Um, and so I don't, I don't know why. Maybe one day I'll figure out why. But just this whole idea of the gay community basically People, people taking religion from them, and I mean, that's really the way you say it. Is oh, you get okay. We don't want you here. God don't want you here. Bye. Um, but we do want you to direct our choir <laughs> and so on and so and forth. And then we will just, just pretend that you're not. Right. Then we'll pretend yeah. that you're not. He's just an eligible <laughs> bachelor. Right. Yeah. Eligible. <laughs> not an eligible. <laughs> single. <laughs> just not hasn't found the right girl yet. But yeah, so I mean, that's just a, 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 an interesting topic for another day. Well, we're inclusive religious people over here, okay? Right, exactly. So I, I don't believe that my God hates anybody, or especially gay people. We welcome you. Tony Baker. <laughs> we welcome <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, I know Jan brings up the voting thing again. Do we want to talk about it again? No, okay. it, just let it yeah, die, basically, Jan. you know, yeah. she was back, back, back pedaling. I don't back. know how it works. <laughs> Guys, somebody help me. Right. Tell me what to vote for. Make me feel better about the bad choice I made. <laughs> and don't, don't kick me um, out if I'm in the bottom, basically. Right. Don't vote me off if I'm in the bottom. So, next we're going to talk about RuPaul's Runway. I love this look so much. She had the, the, the highlighter yellow floor length gown, matching earrings, and the pink wig. I lived. Great look. And on the judges panel tonight, we have Michelle Visage, Ross, and special guest, Aisha Tyler. Cryisha. <laughs> Cryisha. <laughs> so, the category for the runway is Clash of the Pattern. And then the queens hit the runway. I would just like to say, until I saw somebody, I thought they were saying Clash of the Pageants, and I was like, what is that? Might have been weird. Yeah. yeah. I was like, huh? Pat, pat, yeah, I always watch the subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> For that very reason. Very helpful. Like, oh, the pageants, what are they saying? Right. Very helpful. So Trinity K. Bonet starts the runway with this lovely tribal tribal look. With the face paint, no wig, honey, showing off that blonde and Cisco. That Cisco. What do we think? Serving as tribal realness, clashing patterns. Yeah, I, I, I didn't get clashing patterns. But okay. I got tribal realness in Wakanda forever. That kind of, that yeah. kind of vibe. I loved so. it. I loved it. We know you did. It was Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> she, she can do it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Eureka was next with a floor length gown, a long sleeve. Blue wig up to yep clatter 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 
Good for me. Akiria is next uh-huh. with the mannequin wearing the pattern. Look, I thought it was an. After I looked at the thing, I said it is. But I thought yes, it fit the category. She flipped it and looked at it in a different way, and I think once again she didn't get enough credit for that look. That look uh, was everything. Yes, I will say that the fact that nobody really addressed the way that she addressed Clash of the Pattern. She took an actual pattern and made an outfit. Yeah, but she had but, but didn't make it happen. <laughs> she was an actual pattern. Uh, I thought it was great. Akira never lets me down in the book department, so. Mm. Chris I, hated it. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I guess now, yeah, looking at it as actual patterns to make a, a garment that makes a lot of sense. Um, I did not get that at first. I thought she was the actual mannequin that she would be putting the garment on. And so I was like, what the hell is this? Oh, no, she Girl, you got to go home! <laughs> You've been in about two weeks now. What you, what you doing? No, I immediately yeah. picked up on what she was doing. Now, so I thought it was great. Yeah. Next we had Raja with her African pantsuit with the head wrap. Come on, pants. <laughs> and patterns. And that's a wrap. It was a good look, uh, Raja in pants again, but there were uh, mixed up patterns on all yeah. the pieces. So she loved pants. She do, and I don't understand. But <laughs> some ladies do. Yeah, maybe she don't like the shade. Give Raja yeah, a pant, or maybe that's that Southern Baptist coming out. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, the ladies got to wear the dresses in the in the church, the floor links. Not well, maybe not Southern Baptist, but uh, something else. <laughs> Well, well, yeah. Maybe not Southern Baptist, just something else. Just something down to the ankles. <laughs> no short dresses. Such as pants. Yeah, that's right. Next, we had Kylie Sony Glove with a mini dress that was mainly like leopard print. Leopard. And then the red hat to top it all off. And the cute shoes, girl. That she, that, them things look like they came from the mall. I said, first of all, these shoes dusty and dirty. This outfit, she talking about some if a leopard and a fish. Something. I was like, where, yeah. So maybe there. Where's the fish, fish realness coming from? Yeah. Topped off with a pink hat. <laughs> She's serving fish. There it is. Uh, Nailed it. Uh, I mean, the outfit was it was whatever. Um, oh, it was cute. I mean, I feel yeah. like she always serves a look. She looks good. Yeah. Next, we had Scarlett with the '60s glam look, and she had a gown made of her grandparents' love letters. And I thought she was joking at first when she said it, but no. she meant that. The, it was the patterns for me, though. What? Yeah, where was the flash <laughs> of the pattern? That you know, love letters is not a pattern, right? That's a letter. That's, that's a letter. Uh, you know, she, she looked good. I mean, it's whatever. But Put that up. I like. What, was it on theme? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a quilt of letters. Or, I don't know, man. <laughs> I thought I thought it looked good. I thought it was creative. If you, I guess, if you consider, like, what's the name of the show? Umi Zumi patterns. Letter. Wow. Solid. Letter. Solid. Wow. And a pattern that way. I guess. I mean, that would be yeah. a different thing. I know. Interesting. Um, so Jan was next with her shopping lady look. She had the mini dress, the bags, and she was a lady on the town shop about bopping around. Um, what the hell, Jan? <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? And for one, you could 
barely see the pattern dress. It just looked like a lavender dress. And then the knee chaps, it was just, uh, it, for one, it was our, it, it uh, <laughs> very frustrating look. Okay. Jan is frustrating. <coughs> There's so, is. so much potential. And that you see. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I don't see. Just Ooh, like etc. The shade of it all. For y'all that don't know, etc. Down under. Don't waste your time watching it though. <laughs> you don't need to know about it. <laughs> I guess you can kill a cockroach. <laughs> uh, Jan's look was, uh, to me, typical Jan. Uh, the <laughs> shortest thing she could put on. And then again, the, the the chap situation. It was like, who wears that? What is that? So mm. weird. Very weird. Next, we had Ginger Minj with a patterned suit. She said she was turning safari realist. She had on some hand painted boots. I think she had like a little net over her sh- uh, shoulder, a hat, and a little hat on the side. Yep. Um, you know, it was safari realness, as she said. You know, mm, yep. I saw what she was going for. Yep. Very clear vision. Yeah, and then last we had Pandora um, serving glamorous Sally from the nightmare before Christmas. Is that what that was? That's what she said. That's what she said. Oh. She said, my inner nerd. <laughs> Which I thought was a cute nod, but I just thought it was tacky. I feel like that's a theme for her, is tacky. But I don't know. Maybe it's just me. She's trying to find herself. Yeah. I took Pandora's um, outfit uh, as like as if she took it literally, uh, and it was a true clash of patterns. Uh, so I I enjoyed that aspect. Now the the dress itself was basic as hell, but the the patterns made it for me work with the themes. So now it's time to get some critiques, and we learned that Trinity, Eureka, and Akira were the best team of the night, but Ginger Min is the winner. Yeah, I um I don't know where she won it. I just thought it was BS. That's what I wrote down. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So you're telling me. <laughs> so again, let me repeat that. Trinity, Eureka, and Akira were the best. Best team. The best team, which you can translate, those were the top three queens. But Ginger Not won. Not necessarily. So... You can have a team as the sum of its parts. So you can have three very good people, and they can be the best team, and they will beat uh, one all-star. Here's my question. In a in a sports game, mm-hmm. team wins, and you have an MVP. Is the MVP always a part of the winning team? Not no. always. No. <laughs> that was a terrible example. No, no, that's terrible what, example. no I'm genuinely asking. Oh, no. no. MVP because then that always, helps me understand how this happened. And so, uh, uh, an even clearer example: you can be the best player on the floor, and your team can still lose to a better Fair team. Enough. So, Michael Jordan <laughs> win every game because sometimes we're better teams. But my question still stands: I don't see where Ginger. Oh, oh yeah, I agree with that too. So yeah, I, I agree think, with that too. Uh, Ginger probably wanted probably from the sympathy vote. More so because, I mean, that's a traumatic thing to go oh, yeah. through oh, as a child. That's a parent. Um, I'm like, Lord have mercy. And so I, I think that probably helped her get over the edge while Team 1 was definitely more entertaining. I don't know if it was personal or dramatic or, or jarring enough to, to elicit that kind of emotion. And then the other thing, 
maybe they were having a hard time picking between the three of them because I thought any either one of them could have won. Uh, tonight. I agree. I didn't think Eureka could have won, and I'm not a fan. Right. But exactly. she kept their conversation going, and it didn't, you know, stay on one particular person for too long. Uh, I just have a hard time seeing where, uh, like you said, outside of the sympathy vote. Right. I mean that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I, it's 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 a hard sell, but to say that it never happens. No, no, yeah, but it was very interesting, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Trinity, you read the book. We almost made it. Nope, couldn't let it go. Rigamores. I mean, that was, that's the perfect time to use it. Rigamores. Yeah. That, 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 my initial reaction was that. Uh, Trinity, Eureka, and Akira are safe. Ginger wins. Now it's time for the critiques. Raja got positive critiques. They loved her runway. Michelle said she had a strong night. Um, the judges really appreciated um, Raja's vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So Kylie is next, and they love, of course, her look. She always serves a good look, but they just felt like they didn't get to know enough about her or learn about her. I believe Ross said it best. I didn't learn anything new about you. Right. Yeah, that was definitely an opportunity to open up. Um, Scarlett, they loved her look, um, with the love letters from her grandparents, Mm -hmm. but they needed her to find that balance between drag and her, I guess her drag persona and her real life. And they didn't think that she did very well with that. And again, to the point where it made RuPaul uncomfortable. (laughs) Keep, (laughs) keep those critiques in mind. (laughs) Uh, Jan, they weren't feeling her look. Um, I don't think Michelle understood how that, how he, how she did, how she arrived at that look with class as a pattern. No one does. No one does. Uh, and then they always, they talk about how she's always over the top, 110%, and then she needs to learn how to bring it down. Oh, yeah, 110%, 100% of the time. Um, and then Pandora, they just said that she's holding back surface. Now, this has come up, I think, before. Or basically those queens that know her or know of her, they know she's not this quiet. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this in and be out. That's apparently not her um, reputation in the drag world, but for some reason, that's how she's portrayed. Yeah, herself. I think drag uh, Pandora doesn't want to be. Uh, she's being very guarded because when she came back on All Stars the first time, she was a bitch. Is that? Because she went from Miss Congeniality to being a bitch. So now she's kind of like, not sure. <laughs> where do I go from here? So that's a tough, it's a tough spot to be in. And she's older now, uh, which means she probably is just naturally a little more reserved. And you save all your fun and personality for the people that you know and that you care about. So I don't know. But damn it, there's money on the line. Yeah, you got I'm just gonna ask: Was she funny when she was being a bitch, or I don't remember I her I at all. Yeah, <laughs> either I didn't watch or I don't remember her. Yeah, because I know Michelle said she did know her personally. And right. She's like funny and has more personality, so I was trying to see if trying to, and trying to find the balance she was losing. Right. The funny part of herself, but so was she All Stars one? Yeah, she was also with with Latrice Royale. I can't remember. Pandora box. I don't have my notes. Yeah. 
She was um, on the same season with Latrice for All Stars. Hmm. Uh, so then we find that Raja and Pandora end up being safe. And Kylie, Scarlett, and Jan are all in the bottom this week. So we get backstage, right? We get a brief untucked. And Scarlett seems to kind of provide alternative facts on what happened <laughs> on the runway. Scarlett came in with a plan. She said, what I'm not going to tell y'all is what they said about me. And then it made me think that was probably a smart strategy because they don't know Mm-mm. what's going on out there. And if nobody says it. How they gonna know? You How will they know? know? Now, great. You, you would know. think <laughs> that they'd be like, well, uh, that's not how you we remember. Sure? <laughs> and then I think all Jan did was kind of make a face. I was like, girl, you better defend yourself because she's gonna send you home. <laughs> yeah, she was trying, boy. She was putting the seat. She was putting it in there. It wasn't a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. It's like they don't know what happened out there. She's like, no, I got really great. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? I mean, <laughs> he loved me. Jan got the worst. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if we're, if we're counting, you sound yeah. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> she definitely made that up. Um, and of course, Jan again not taking the constructive criticism. Um, a lot of the queens are basically telling her she needs to be more honest, she needs to be more authentic, <laughs> and she's just like, um, no. But this isn't I am. I am being authentic. They just don't like me. Is that it? Yeah. Cut to tears in the confession. Crying, you know, twenty damn confessional overalls. <laughs> Looking crazy. Ain't standing. <laughs> so then Kylie's pleading her case. Um, she wants to stay, and so Eureka tells her, "Hey, if you stay, you need to come out of that shell." Eureka said, "If you stay, can you talk louder next week <laughs> so we can hear you?" <laughs> Because she doesn't seem to like whisper all the time, doesn't say much. <laughs> can relate, huh? I can relate to her. And I did. I felt for her because I feel like that would be me. I know I can be goofy. I can be silly. I can be loud. But again, you're in a room full of people that you may not know, might not care for. And there's cameras all in your face. And you're, you're just like... And there's money on the line. Money on the line. No, Are we not seeing the money on the line? Well, it's easy to say when we're in the comforts of our own home. You're just talking about we're in the studio. <laughs> I don't know where you are. So I did. I felt for her in that moment because that's probably what people would tell me. Well, Kyle also said, I don't get loud because I get comfortable. Get country. Loud. <laughs> like, what? But I can get loud, though. I was like, oh. Y'all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> turn it down. Turn it down. <laughs> you letting all that winder out. <laughs> now that she's from Winder. Somewhere in Georgia. Um, cause she, yeah, she said what everybody says. They're from Atlanta. So who right. knows where she's from? Um, so now it's time to vote. Pick the lipsticks. We did get to see that Trinity voted for Jan and Pandora voted for Scarlet. Again, I don't know why. I just, I just wonder why they share that for certain queens. Um, <laughs> so this was a good, uh, a good lip sync assassin moment because it, it had me gag because yeah. the curtain comes up the first time and it's Bianca Del Rio. And I was <laughs> like, and everybody's like, huh? But did somebody say, is that Latrice? Yes, before the curtain got all the way up. <laughs> yeah. Before it got all the way up. Um, but of course, as anybody that's watched Bianca's season knows, Bianca never lip synced. Well, never, technically, you could say never. she lip synced at the end, right. right? And did win her season. But I was like, she is not known for no lip syncing. Like, what? This should be very interesting. Now, my thought, like, this should be really interesting. Especially when she came out there in that long gown. That I was gown, like, uh, she, you know, she's normally wearing gowns. That's not a lip sync outfit. Right. 
But, of course, it was a joke. And so she says she's looking for the bathroom. And the real lip sync assassin is eventually revealed. And it is Mayhem Miller from season 10. I love Mayhem. And I was like, oh, now, I was shocked and shook that it was her. Um, looking fabulous. I loved her look. And it was a, a reveal look. Is that what you call it? It was like one thing. A reveal. Something off. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mayhem is a very vocal queen. So I stand harder for her because she gets a lot of hate for being a black queen with a voice. Very unfortunate that she gets so much hate. So, of course, I feel like I have to give extra love and accolades to our black queens who get so much hell from these quote-unquote fans of Drag Race. Mm. Um, <coughs> you know, I thought Mayhem Miller was going to actually win season 10 there for a while. She's a uh, good queen. Yeah. She's a great queen. Um, and so her and Ginger lip sync. I'm to- sorry, excuse me, who? Tammy Faye Baker, is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> She came out like, she is. Oh, she, well, she is. So she is. Oh, yeah. Where's Tammy Faye going? When that song came on, <laughs> it was Tammy Faye. Tammy Faye was getting it, Tammy getting it, it uh, to a great song. Little, this was just got great songs. Phone, which is one of my faves, and Ginger wins a lip sync. Yeah. Uh, to me, this was another. Y'all, y'all choreographed it before we saw it situation, cause. Yeah, so I think, uh, Ginger shows that she's a true performer, uh, cause she yeah, could play off of what Mayhem that is. was doing. <laughs> and so when she, Mayhem goes down and does her move and then Ginger gets up and tries to copy it, it's, uh, <laughs> it's funny. She came, she came to win. She was like, I'm getting that $30,000 tip. She did. She left it all on the floor. Right. Cause when I, I did, I guess I was like, ooh, Mayhem gonna get it. Mayhem gonna yeah. win. And so this is another one where when the song has a lot of words like phone does, it's hard to get that break you need to kind of show all your dance moves. So it kind of favors a queen like Ginger. Yeah. And I I laughed. Her funniest thing to me (laughs) was when she's like following Mayhem, like asking her, where the hell my phone? (laughs) Yeah. Stupid. That was funny. Um, so Ginger wins 30K and she says she's going to give 2500 to each of her team members. Now, had she been on another team and, you know, they were the top team of the night also, <laughs> that would have made sense. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my, I was kind of like, but why? Which I mean, you know. But I'm stingy and I know uh, that. Her and Dan already <laughs> had a little plan to give each other oh, money. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, Jan didn't win last. Mm-hmm. Didn't win the lip sync. No, so yeah, actually didn't even come close. So nah, robot. So we get to find out that Ginger voted for Scarlet. Wah, wah, wah. Not surprised. And honestly, it was that was some heartbreaking TV because you could tell Scarlet was devastated. Like, if she couldn't pretend, she couldn't... Scarlet said, my life didn't work. <laughs> she like, was like, that was a, one of the most genuine and honest moments of Drag Race, where it was like, okay. And she kind of had to get herself together, and then she walked off, 
I said something stupid. What did she say? Write a love letter to yourself. Oh, stupid. Um, so then we're like, bye, Scarlet. Um, and so of course it's a stupid thing about the game and then a game and Yeah, what I say I said bye Scarlet and bye Oh no, that was with Jan. <laughs> but I, I so let's stick to the bye because Next week, they're doing a uh, American Horror Story Covet Girl. So they're doing an acting challenge. And in my notes, the very last thing I wrote in parentheses is, Bye, Kylie. Mm. Yeah. Because I think she's going home next week. Now I, I don't remember why I wrote it. Uh, I said, Bye, Jan. Because she voted for Akira <laughs> when no one else did. And Bye, Integrity. Mm, because yeah. that is... I think Trinity mm-hmm. Trinity said take brought that up because it's like okay now what is integrity now like like um, well she said to take it off the table because right. even with gender it's like we can't just go go based on right critiques we we have so much more to go off of besides mm-hmm. just what the judges said and Scarlett was right there to say well you have to respect people's votes and it was at that moment at that moment <laughs> that you knew respect the vote Scarlett because your time is yours because your name. With your name on With your name on it. Um, yeah, so we definitely skipped over that whole taking integrity off the table. But Scarlett did make the good point. It's like, we can all say these things, but at the end of the day, it's the choice of whoever is making the vote. So you do whatever you want to do. Yeah, and you then, don't really have to explain yourself. And yeah, I wish Jen would take <laughs> that vote, but if you own it. Just, I voted for Kira, here's why. And yeah. I, that's it. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see yeah. how we get votes now because I can see I would have picked Scarlett to go home, but with Ginger, it's like this Scarlett, based on everything we heard, would you have really voted for Scarlett if Jan wasn't your friend? And then it was like, who's up with it? Pandora. Pandora. I don't think Pandora should have been amongst those two. Yeah, me either. So really it was, it was two. Right. That you had to choose between is like, did you vote based on merits and that kind of thing, or did you yeah. just not vote your friend off? I probably, I probably would have voted for Jan to be honest, because yep. uh, I think her critiques in general were worse. Yeah, Rue did make the comment <laughs> about being uncomfortable and not, and Scarlett not being able to find that balance. But I mean, it kind of rid Jan. <laughs> And it's a, a constant. And it's a constant thing, thing. about the same thing over yeah. and over. So she's not being You're too much. You need to tone it down. Eureka said, uh, "The jam funk that's missing is honesty." Yeah, it's so, not that you need to do more because right. Jan is thinking I need to do more, but it's like no, you need to be more honest. Right. So do be y'all authentic. think that the group voted the same way? I bet the group voted for Jan. Majority, but th- with the three, I know it gets a little. Have we yeah, done three yet? Mm-hmm. We've, we've done, done four. Okay, Akira and um, Silky Nutmeg Ganache. <laughs> oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. And then Jan, Jan <laughs> and, and Ginger and Ginger. So, so yeah, I, I would like to see how it shakes out next week. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything else to add? <laughs> I guess that means we She's getting with all. But you're getting some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know that's yeah. right. Side <laughs> side. Come on. All right. So we have finished talking about episode five of 
All Stars 6. I'm Jessica. I'm Jay. Are you? <laughs> I don't know if I ended it correctly. No, that's fine. That was good. Okay, I'm Jessica. I'm Jay. I'm Chris. We'll catch y'all next time. Y'all get home safe now. On LTD, <laughs> let's talk drag. Bye. Bye. Bye.